Welcome to the Salon Owners Collective Podcast. Each week on the podcast, you'll hear stories and tactics from experts and influencers who will provide you with actionable steps to transform your business and your life. I'm your host, Larissa McClemon, and I help salon owners move from stress and overwhelm to lead a life of freedom and profit by implementing a strategic framework to grow and scale their business. So wherever you are in the world, I want to officially invite you to join me in this episode and make an important step in your journey towards more freedom and more profit. If you're a salon owner with a team of stylists or therapists, maybe both, whether you have a small team or a large team, A big part of your role as the owner is to create and nurture a team culture. And a great culture is born out of company mission, vision, and values. The thing that gets you up in the morning and the reason you opened your salon in the first place. I think to have a great team culture, you need to have a collective alignment with that mission and that vision that drives your habits and your behaviors every single day. Not just you, of course, but the team too. Your team are your greatest resource. An investment in your team culture is an investment in your salon business. But more often than not, when I get onto a call with salon owners, usually looking to join my Salon Mastery program, I ask them about their mission and their vision. And often they stare at me like I've gone a little bit crazy. And they tell me that they don't have one. That's not necessarily entirely true. It's not that they don't have a mission and a vision. They actually do. And if you have a business, then of course you probably have a why. Usually, why did you start your business in the first place? And your why is essentially your mission and your vision. Why you are here doing this business. So when salon owners tell me that they don't have a mission or a vision, what they actually mean is they don't have a defined mission and vision that they can communicate with anybody, especially their team. Now, the reason that it's so important to have this, well, there's a couple of things, actually. Number one, your mission and your vision will create unity within your team, and it will also determine the values that define your team culture. This is how your team know what is expected of them and what they can expect from you, and even what they can expect from each other. And number two is that a clear mission and vision, in particular, a clear vision, a long-term destination, I guess, gives your team members a glimpse into the future at your business. And if you know me, you know me well, I always say employees will leave you when they run out of future. And this is just not their personal career progression that I'm talking about here. They need to connect with your vision for the company. How do you get your team to connect with your vision? How do you make your vision relevant to them. Well, recently I had a really interesting discussion with one of my salon mastery owners in a recent coaching call. One of my salon owners was revisiting her mission statement and wanted to get her team involved, which I love and I 100% agree with, by the way. This is how you get your team invested in culture of your salon by involving them from the very beginning in what culture looks like. So in this coaching session, I'm going to share it with you. I'm going to reveal the fundamentals of how to define and communicate your mission and your vision and how to use your team workshops to involve your team in setting up those values. It's going to be critical to living that mission and realizing your vision. So let's jump into one of my coaching calls. 
I think one of the things, I'll just touch on a couple of things. Mission and vision, they're kind of one and the same in a way, but I want to give you an, a sort of an idea of like, vision really is the long term. Where are we going in the long term? What is the vision forward? And it's the story of where we're going. But a mission, I think really is the chunk that you chunk out of the vision to what's happening right now. It's a mission for like we're going on a mission to Mars this year, but we got, no, no, hang on, let me change that. The vision is to reach Mars, but the mission this year is to get to the moon. And it's just like, we give ourselves permission to just, it's like, it's the objective of the year, the goals that we're trying to achieve this year. Mm. And so sometimes that gets lost in translation, you know, what is a mission and what is a vision? Is it two different things? It's really the same thing. And the mission is just, it chunks it down into a bite. It's like a game plan. In a way, what are we going to do yeah. this year towards the big thing? And I think that's nice to you know be able to paint in the future. We would like to be a business like this, but just this year we're going to do something really tactical and uh, tangible with clear outcomes that at the end we can tick: did we do the thing or not do the thing? We either achieved the mission or we didn't achieve the mission. So I hope that's valuable because you know in the future the vision might be a little bit more intangible. We want to like for us, we want to help the industry. And we want to achieve sometimes some lofty goals. We want to be like this in the future. And the mission makes it super tangible. How do we make a client-centric mission? And what are the key things that we want to talk about? Like we help. Who do we help? It's very clear on our very specific ideal client. And we will help them by what are the things that we're helping them achieve? Look good, feel better. What are those tangible things for your very specific ideal client? I the think that would be helpful to... Yeah, a structure, yeah? The change we want to make is, like, how are we different? How are we going to make that change for the client? And the most important one is we'll know when we're successful, when. Like, how do we know we've achieved this? What does it look like? What have we achieved? So that might be useful for you. Values. I love that you want to get super specific and actionable with them because I, I agree with you that that's this, this is the ones that I, what I had for myself on and here were our values down here. But again, kind of words don't mean anything to anybody unless we know what to do with them. Does the word really mean? And I found the easiest way to articulate that was to break it into three groups. So when we are doing our word, how are we doing that when we're doing it with our clients, for example? So our mistrust is the one of the way, and we did this in a workshop, so we'll talk about workshops in a moment. So trust was a really important value of ours because if we didn't have a trusting relationship with all the humans in the, that we have relationships with, then you know we're not going to achieve anything. So what we decided very tactically and tangibly to do, how did we do trust with a client? Well, if we repeat we found when are the moments when they don't trust us? When we have a consultation, we discovered, they feel nervous that they're going to get the outcome that they ask for. Did the stylist or therapist listen to me properly? Does she understand really what I want? Especially if they're new, all of those types of things that creates a moment of distrust, actually. And so we decided to repeat the journey. Today I'm going to, and we repeat it back to them so they feel safe and secure trusting that they're going to get that and so that was something that they knew I'm doing trust with my clients right now I'm doing the value so you know how you talked about doing action turning your word into actions I don't think the word needs to change per se 
but they need to know how to put the word into the action. So how do we do honesty with our clients? Well, when we screw up, we're going we're gonna to name it and claim it and talk about it. And we created our little 99% right guarantee. One, we created a guarantee. Two, we created a gift. So when we screwed up, we can say, look, I'm so sorry, I drowned you at the basin today. I'm really sorry. Here's a little bottle of wine with a little gift on it. Um, and so we were naming it. Or do you know when you get the colour wrong? You know how sometimes people, it's all patchy at the back and they don't say? And they wait till they get home and the friends tell them. So being honest. So on and so forth. So how do we do all of those things with our clients? How do we do all of those things with our teammates? And going through the same five values and articulating what those things are. And then the other really important one is how do we do it with ourselves? Because it's one thing to do it with others, but a little bit of self-reflection. Is that valuable? Yeah, I think that gives me like a really good base for like how I could work with the team. And I think that I'll get good input from doing it that way. Yeah. Great. Perfect. Yeah, I did find, these are my updated ones. I did find them and I put them in the chat. So these are the ones that are like the framework I want to work with. So from the heart. Oh, great. Exactly. So you don't need to change those core values. You just need to work out how you are doing it. Rise together. What does it look like when we rise together with our client? How does it look like when we rise together with with each other? What are those actions? How do we commit to excellence? What does doing excellence look like? How do we take ownership? How do we plant and grow? Yeah, love those. Love, love, love. Hey, I just wanted to pop in to tell you something. Don't worry, we're going to get back to this awesome episode in just a second. Now, if this sounds like you, listen up. You have a team. You love your team. But you're sick of wondering why and wishing your team would make their sales targets. You want them to be smashing sales because it shows that they're actually looking after their clients really well. Like imagine if you could have a way to make more from the clients that you already have, increase sales without spending more on advertising. Well, it's totally possible and I want to help you. And I want to help you do it with ease, in a classy way. No hard and dirty sales tricks here. Ways to serve your clients, make more, because everybody wins, the team, the client, and of course, you, the business owner. Now, if you want to find out more, just DM me uh, and let's chat. I'll make a plan for you. I'm also going to leave a link for you on the show notes of this episode. All right, let's get back to the episode. Just while we're on the values thing, I found it super valuable with my manager, my management team. And when I sold, I had four in the management team. And for us to have kind of the next level of values just for the managers, because you have to have kind of a different conversation with your managers because you're talking about your team and together how you're going to approach some sticky situations. Let me talk about kind of workshops in general. We did our own team workshop, which is I think I was telling you about, at the end of the year for us, right, what we do internally. So we ran our own intensive, I guess. And I'll get to that. I'm just thinking about giving you resources. But we basically ran on it. So we had our own little agenda, just like we do at Intensive. And we stood, we actually were in this room and we all huddled around and and we literally did this exact presentation and worked them through. We had an icebreaker. Like here, when we come together, we always do an icebreaker. It's a bit of a wins type of icebreaker, but it's just to kind of get people into the zone, make sure they arrive, give them the gap between 
arriving from wherever they came from, clients, lunch, whatever, into being, being present. It also breaks the ice and have a little bit of fun. So we always do that. In terms of it being an annual type of session, a little bit of a look back and look forward, we do this. We did this at the December intensive so that you can go and, you know, just use the same, the same format. But we literally looked back at the, you know, um, the things that have been happening. And I think it's really important because, one, we forget that not everybody has visibility about what's happening in the business especially in different departments of the business, that cross-team communication doesn't always happen, particularly in the salon, because everyone's booked by the hour. They don't, you know, there's lots of hallway management, hallway conversations. And so looking back, and we did a snapshot on the people, who's come, who's gone, what's happened around people, what's happened operationally, and what's happened in sales and marketing. So you might break that up exactly the same. You could do the same kind of thing as nine drivers, right? So sales and marketing, what's happening with the way that we serve our clients what's happening with our team and you could even share when you think about the ceo you know there's three circles the ceo one you just that's talking about you know vision and mission in the future and, and what you're up to in the business what you're focusing on they love to get some insight so mm-hmm. we talked about you know just the things that happened people had role swaps people left and had babies new people came other new people came what's happening in our program so you would just install our services, what have you changed? Because people forget some of the, you know, think the wins, operations, what's kind of happened. So this is still just looking back. We, we moved into an office this year. And so it's just an opportunity to, to discuss what have been, it's really, it's a winning. These are the things that we did and this is why they won. Why they won. No, why we won at doing it and if we didn't win and we tried some things and it wasn't that successful it's okay to talk about that too like that's part of the journey and just not being emotive about it but just sharing uh, the story uh, we looked at numbers as you would do regularly uh, we looked at what the marketing initiatives that we've put into place and the results that it's given us you know all of the kind of various things that are happening that they love seeing that type of stuff that's otherwise secret otherwise they don't get insight into mm-hmm. it. what are the launches that we've done and doing and what kind of results does that get uh what's i don't know all of the things right we did a bit of a rebrand and so that's that work and then we stepped into moving forward and looking at what we will achieve what's our agenda Improving services, you would say. What's, what are we planning for in the future? How many people are coming up? What's happening in the industry? What are our goals? And so we worked through that. We showed them the organisational chart, talked about you know, who's doing what, what roles we're recruiting for next, what's happening in the wider industry, goal setting, of course. That was a marketing one. <laughs> All right, we're finally at, we're finally at the interesting bit and so the mission I still think that's important to even if you have one to revisit and talk about the why you know why is it the way that it is um oh okay so this is really about okay this was our mission this is this is the important this is the bit I actually wanted to tell you this is was our mission and then we realized that nobody really knew what the mission was we knew it if we read it and we read it semi-regularly but actually the mission we need to be able to say it that rolls off our tongue and we can ask any team member at any time what is the mission what are we actually here for so this is the separating of the vision from the mission because this is long 
And this is the, actually should be the vision. And we wanted to split it. And so we really want, and I'll give you this exercise, we really want to have one sentence, something that's measurable, it's not the end game. It's super tangible and it's very specific. And so we really want to come out with a one sentence. This is our mission for the right now. Um, rather than this kind of long waffly and you can still have the long waffly kind of beautiful thing for external marketing but you want an internal internal tangible thing that you're all working towards that everybody can remember if you ask anybody in the hallway at any given time then once I kind of laid that out we broke into groups and we did it in small groups of three or four Greta I think because it's hard to talk in a big group you know, it's hard to all talk over each other in a yeah. bit of time. So we broke into small groups and everybody had a go at writing what they thought we will accomplish, what's the very specific goal that we're going to accomplish in a very specific time. When you're doing a, a year mission, that's pretty easy because it's 12 months because of the stakes that are at play. Like, why are we doing this? What are we trying to achieve here? And this was just an example from the Dunbar business. This is not our one. And it was so interesting to see what everybody came up with. So this is all the different versions that everybody came up with. And then together, we came back together and we pulled all of the different words, uh, you know, that everybody pulled together. And we just discussed how could we come up with a final one. What was valuable about that? I definitely like the squads because I definitely know it would be very unhelpful to have us talk in like a large group. So that's yeah. definitely one thing I, I want to do. And I liked, I also really liked the idea of kind of like talking about our wins and, and actually writing those down and maybe having a slideshow, because I think this is something that's supposed to be uplifting and get them excited. So I think going over our accomplishments at that meeting would be helpful as well. Yes. Yeah. Cause we're often so focused on what's next and, there's always a gap between where we are now and what we're trying to achieve. And living in the gap always is exhausting. Do you know? Um, yeah. We need to feel like we're making progress. I also think it's a good opportunity to share some behind the scenes because I feel like the days I'm home, I sometimes I wonder if they think I'm working or, or taking a day off. So I, I feel like that could be really useful too. Does anybody else feel like that? You know, we're working and we're doing all the things and then our teams are looking at us and going, you're just playing with your kids. You're just off at the beach. Is that a thing? It's totally a thing. I don't think it's a thing as much as we think it's a thing, but it definitely has a feel like that. And I think visibility across what we actually do when we're working from home is actually really important. And that's a wrap. There you have it. This was such a great session with some really tangible, actionable outcomes that will cultivate a great team culture in your salon and really identify that clear mission and vision and universal values that define your team specifically, uniquely. This is where the teamwork really does make the dream work. Now, to recap, first, let's clearly define and differentiate our mission and vision. Our vision being our sometimes fluffy or lofty long-term goals or destination, and our mission being our short-term tangible goals or immediate direction that will lead us to that eventual destination. Second, we talked about how defining our values and living those values through actions, asking ourselves and our team 
how to use those values and how they're going to materialize in real life and real life scenarios. And then lastly, we talked about a workshop structure that will get our team involved, engaged and excited about your company mission and vision and result in a unified team that know why they're heading, where they're heading and where everybody is going. These workshops are also a really important tool to connect with your team and learn about them and their whys, and this will help you support their growth in your salon, wherever and whatever that looks like. In fact, at the end of this year, my team are coming together to do a workshop on team culture. We're going to do this too. And we're doing this because team culture is not just a set and forget. It requires constant check-ins, revisiting, restructuring. In my salon mastery program, we spend a lot of time on the fundamentals of building great team culture with workshops and templates done for you designed ultimately to help you communicate to your team your purpose your direction and as a business as well as your expectations and commitment as an employer and a service provider so if you think maybe you want to get your hands on some help we're always accepting new recruits (laughs) to salon mastery but i'd love to hear about your salon and your team and who knows maybe I can help realize your vision. So if you're interested, just head to the show notes of this episode. You can apply for Seller Mastery or just reach out to me directly. I'm always hanging about. Uh, We'll hop on a call. You can tell me more about your team, your salon, your goals. Otherwise, until then, I look forward to connecting same time, same place right here on the podcast. Ciao for now. Thanks for joining me on another episode of the podcast. Tune in every week as I reveal the latest insights and advice on what it takes to truly master your inner salon CEO and master your salon success. Subscribe to the Salon Owners Collective podcast on iTunes or Spotify or visit us online at www.salonownerscollective.com. But make sure to join me in my Facebook group for answers to common questions and much, much more. Thanks for listening and I look forward to tuning in with you again next week.